Welcome to Living Healthy and Aging Well. My name is Ken Hagland, and we have another beautiful Saturday here in the Twin Studies of Minnesota. We are broadcasting live from the AM 950 radio station that overlooks Bryant Lake Regional Park, located in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. It is another magnificent day in the Twin Cities, and I am grateful to be here with you. I hope all of you listening are doing well. We are on the air every Saturday from noon to one to talk about your health and your life. We cover a wide range of topics to help you and your loved ones improve and enjoy your quality of life. I want to thank all of you that leave messages on our radio show phone line. We appreciate hearing from you, and we welcome your questions and comments. Please continue to let us know of topics or guests you'd like for us to have on future shows. Our mission here is to help you improve your quality of life. Call or text us anytime, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Our radio show phone line is 612 612- 999-3426. Once again, 612-999-3426. We look forward to hearing from you. Now, we are adding new listeners to the show each week, not only here in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, but also throughout the country. You can find podcasts for all of our shows on the AM950 radio website, and we can also be found on Apple iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and many other streaming services. We have another great show for you today. Joining me in a few minutes is Michaela Bettinger. She is a community health worker at M Health Fairview. And we will be talking about her role as a CHW and how she supports the needs of patients. As a community health worker, Michaela serves as a liaison between health, social services, and the community to promote access to resources and improve health outcomes. We will also discuss how she uses motivational interviewing and goal setting to help a wide variety of patients in need and improve their quality of life. Before we begin our conversation with Michaela, we received several calls last week about our show with Julie Hamilton, president and founder of Senior Communities Guide. She has developed a new service to help people easily find the best senior housing and care in Minnesota. This new online service is available by using Senior Communities Guide's powerful search feature to filter communities by location, budget, care, and amenities. The online Senior Communities Guide currently has over 2,000 communities listed in Minnesota, including assisted living, skilled nursing, memory care, and independent living, which includes over 55 apartments, cooperatives, and condos. For more information, call 763-204-8118. That's 763-204-8118. Or visit them online at seniorcommunities.guide. Or listen to my podcast interview with Julie Hamilton at am950radio.com or on your favorite streaming service. We also continue to get calls about my show with Amy Horn. She's the licensed acupuncturist and owner of Blue Branches Acupuncture in Bloomington. We talked about the power of acupuncture and how she works with Western medicine to create the highest outcomes for her patients. Now, what she does is by combining ancient wisdom and modern technology, Amy works with her patients to meet them wherever they are at on their healing and wellness journey. Whether you are looking to maintain an active lifestyle or address chronic illness, Amy Horn with Blue Branches Acupuncture can create a custom treatment plan to help you be your best self. For more information, visit her online at bluebranches.com or call 612 567 
612-567-2470. Once again, 612-567-2470. Once again, bluebranches.com. Or again, listen to my podcast, Interview with Amy Horn at am950radio.com or your favorite streaming service. I want to mention we also received several calls about that air purifier that I use in my home and at my office. And also, I have it here right now in the broadcast studio, and this helps keep my, me, my family, and my coworkers safe and healthy by continuously disinfecting both the air and surfaces. Now, folks, this is not a typical air filter. It's an airless filtration and purifying system that uses exclusive technology developed by NASA to keep astronauts safe while they're in space. This technology is called Active Pure, and it's now available for home and office use. This portable air purification system reduces both airborne and surface contaminants such as pollutants, allergens, mold, bacteria, viruses such as influenza and COVID-19. The system is used in hospitals and schools and senior communities, daycare centers, hotels, restaurants, all over the place. Um, I use this portable air filtration system in my home and in my medical practice to help protect my family and coworkers. So listen, if you want the peace of mind of having disinfected air and surfaces, you got to give Minnesota Health Institute a call, and they will give you information or set up a no-obligation free demonstration for you about this technology. It's amazing. Give them a call, 952-270-0345. Once again, 952-270-0345. And if you mention you heard this on my show, they'll give you $100 off your purchase. All right. Okay, folks, if you have questions for today's show, um, anything we're talking about, please give us a call. Uh, Dan is here to answer your calls. Um, When you call the station, the station's number here is 952-946-6205. Once again, 952-946-6205. Or you can directly text me your question at 612 999-3426. All right, I want to welcome my guest today. I'm really excited to have her. This is the first community health worker I've had on the show, and we've been doing this show for several years now. Michaela Bettinger, how are you doing? Good, thank you for having me. All right, that's great. All right, let me make sure your mic is turned <laughs> up here. Um, all right, so first of all, the audience loves to learn about the background of my guests. And you're doing some great work with M Health Fairview, but tell us a little bit about your background. How did you get into this profession? All right, so yeah, I have my bachelor's degree in public health and then just received my community health worker certificate. Um, I also have my health coaching certificate, which I received during college and have an experience um, being a fitness and wellness coach with Mayo Clinic as well. Um, to f- when I first started, I was studying public health, and I did a travel study to Peru for a month, um, and this is when I realized my passion for helping others and specifically gaining access to health care and other vital resources. Um, I was interested in global health, and then I realized that there was so many people in our own community who need help getting the access to health care and connections to resources that they're needing. Well, and that is so interesting because I have I've met so many people that have gone abroad, thinking they're going to solve problems abroad, mm-hmm. and they realize the problems there may be different than they are here. But there's so many problems right here in our own communities, yes. and that's so interesting. You you had that same epiphany 
mm-hmm. by doing that. Now, tell me a little bit about Peru. So what did you end up doing in Peru then? Yep. So we um, did some health education. So we would go to um, rural communities. I was in La Merced, so mountainous um, community. We went to their um, clinics and hospitals as well. We volunteered in every floor of the hospital. And then um, we... Yeah, so we did education too and helping them to kind of just understand um, health. Like we would just do nutrition presentations and it was awesome. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Well, and, and so their culture, was there was there certain things about their culture that stood out to you that maybe are different than our culture here in the U.S. in terms of how they approach mm-hmm. eating or how they approached exercising or, you know, mm-hmm. what they do on a daily basis to stay healthy uh, or to get healthy. Yeah, so the community that I was in, um, like I said, was a mountainous community, so they'd have to walk maybe like five miles to the closest like hospital or clinic. Um, diabetes was a huge outlier um, because they had such a starchy, carb-based diet, I think. Um, oh, really? And so I think it's the diet and the lifestyle for sure, and there's a lot of hypertension there too. Um, and I don't think they focus on... Since it's a low third world country, they're not focusing on eating healthy and getting exercise every day. They're just doing what they can to survive. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, And it was crazy to see that people would have to walk miles and miles and miles just to get to a hospital and they don't do appointments. You have to wait at the door and hope to get in. Really? Kind Mm -hmm. of first come, first serve? Yeah. So you think, though, they get their steps in if they're having to walk five miles Mm -hmm to go places, you, you may think that would help them maintain more of a healthier lifestyle, Yeah. but but apparently not. I mean, they don't have fast food there, do they, or mm, I mean, no. in the mountains? Not, yeah, not in those communities. Wow, <laughs> isn't that something? Yeah. Okay. Well, we, we have our own problems here. Uh, yep. <laughs> and, and the reason you're here on the show today is to kind of talk about what the great work that you're doing along with M Health Fairview to help our communities. Mm-hmm. Um, so you also, so you, you've You've got not only your, your bachelor's degree in public health, but you also have a community health worker certificate and a health coaching certificate, which I think those would come in very handy as you're trying to encourage people to, um, to be compliant with um, the needs that they have and helping them get uh, their either health back or maintain their health. So let's do this. The first segment's almost done here. Let's close this out. We'll come back and talk more about the things that you do to help our communities and our people get uh, and maintain their health. All right, folks, we'll be right back. It's time for a short break. Uh, Michaela is a community health worker at M Health Fairview, and we'll be talking about her role as a CHW and how she supports the needs of patients. As a community health worker, Michaela serves as a liaison between health, social services, and the community to improve access to resources and improve health outcomes. If you have a question for Michaela, please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or text me at 612-999-3426. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. I'm Ken Hagelin. Please stay with us. Oh, 
All right. Welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about ways to improve your health and quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in the studio here is Michaela Bettinger. She is a community health worker at M Health Fairview, and we are talking about her role as a CHW and how she supports the needs of her patients. As a community health worker, Michaela serves as a liaison between health, social services, and the community to promote access to resources and improve health outcomes. And we are discussing also how she uses motivational interviewing and goal setting to help a wide variety of patients in need and improve their quality of life. If you have any questions for us, please feel free to give us a call. Radio station number here is 952-946-6205 or text us at 612-999-3426. All right, before we get back to our conversation with Michaela, I want to mention this radio program is brought to you in part each week by the team at Minnesota Hospice. And now Minnesota Hospice is an independent physician-owned medical practice that serves our local communities with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. Minnesota Hospice has been helping patients and families with end-of-life health care for years. And please, we want to make sure that you know, don't wait to learn about how hospice care can benefit you or your loved ones. Everyone that they've treated has always said, I wish I would have known sooner what hospice really was about. Now, hospice brings comprehensive medical, social, and spiritual services to your home with no cost to you or your family. If you have any questions regarding end-of-life health care or support, please contact the compassionate team of experts at Minnesota Hospice. Their phone number is 952-898-1022. Once again, 952-898-1022. Or visit them online at minnesotahospice.com. And uh, when I say that... uh, Give them a call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They have registered nurses that answer the phone 24 hours a day, seven days a week to, uh, to answer your questions and to pro- provide you information you need. Uh, it's, it's never too early to talk about hospice. And uh, we find out that most, uh, most Americans still, it's a free, they've already paid this uh, for this benefit. And most Americans do not get hospice care before they die. It's really a sad situation. So we need people like Michaela here to encourage people to, uh, to talk and reach out for these great services that are available to the communities. And I also want to mention, um, um, if you do want to uh, get your air purified, uh, you got to call the folks at Minnesota Health Institute at 952-270-0345. Again, they'll help you with information about getting your home or your business purified with air that actually eliminates viruses, bacteria, molds, and mildew. And uh, it's, a, it's an amazing technology, folks. You got to give them a call for a free demonstration, 952-270-0345, or get, uh, and also mention my show and you'll get $100 off your purchase uh, of those uh, amazing air purification systems. All right, Michaela, let's get back into our conversation. There's so much to talk about here. Um, I was not aware of a profession called community health worker. Didn't know that existed. And I've been doing, uh, doing this uh, healthcare stuff for a long time. And, uh, and uh, you're, you are um, kind of, a, I think, a new trend. As I looked into this, um, one of the big concerns that we have in the health community is, um, is people not following through with 
either their course, their, their plan of care, or their, the orders they're given to, to help um, maintain their health or to recover from, from, uh, from an acute issue. And I know it's a big deal for hospitals um, regarding readmissions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very, very expensive to have people go back in the hospital. So I know hospitals are, are, are encouraged and clinics are encouraged to try to keep people out of there. And we, we ran across that situation with COVID where we needed the beds, we needed the resources at the hospitals, um, and we didn't want to have a lot of people coming back in for mm-hmm. other things that they didn't necessarily need to have. But part of the problem, as we've talked about off the air, is that it's complicated at times. People are, are given um, a plan of care, and it's just tough to follow. So let's talk about the role of a CHW, a community health worker, at M Health Fairview, and kind of what what are the what's the role and what are the things you do on a daily basis to help support the patients? Yes, all right, that was perfect. I definitely think that's a major issue as well. Um, so as a CHW, honestly, I didn't really know what it was until I was job searching um, after college. <laughs> and so with M Health Fairview, I mean CHWs can be different in every organization, but us specifically, I work alongside of a nurse and a social worker. Um, and our goal is to provide resources and really just support the patients who have these outstanding needs and um, complex medical conditions. So my role is just to get them connected with community resources such as financial, mental health, transportation, housing, even end-of-life care, like you mentioned. Um, I also serve as a liaison between the clinic providers and patients. So I work in the primary care setting, so really making sure that they are following up after their hospital visits and preventing additional visits. Well, now, one of the things that you know, we were, <clears throat> in terms of um, looking at the, the topic today, um, you know, we, we don't have this as much of a problem at hospice uh, because um, usually there's caregivers that are helping make sure that medications are given on a, on a regular schedule, um, that they're following the protocols that we've set out. Um, so, uh, but the problem with what happens with you guys, and I've, I've seen this with other, other um, families and things, is they, they get home discharged um, and they have a regimen they have to follow. And, and what I learned in doing some research for this, uh, for this show is that over 50% of prescriptions are taken incorrectly. And we, uh, in the United States, we issue about four billion prescriptions every year, and over fifty percent of them are taken incorrectly or not at all. And so you've got a real challenge. I mean, it's well, we talked about the word non-compliance. <laughs> you know, the, 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 that 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 negative label yes. for people. But but it's really important though that you are there to help follow up and help mm-hmm. encourage and remind people and, and really be an advocate for them. To, to mm-hmm. stay on track. Yep. So um, like I mentioned earlier, we get referrals from patients who are recently discharged from the hospital. So one of my main goals is to review the follow-up instructions, any change medications, new medications, making sure that they're able to pick them up and afford them and take them as recommended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we're about a minute left here in this segment here. When we get back, let's let's talk about more about some of the challenges that you find in talking to, to patients and some of the reasons why they may not be compliant or not be adhering to the uh, to the recommendations that they're given. Because um, I think it's just fascinating how 
we as Americans or just as humans struggle mm -hmm. to follow directions. Yes, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for a short break, folks. Folks, we'll be right back to continue our conversation with Michaela Bettinger. She is a community health worker at M Health Fairview, and we're talking about her role as a CHW and how she supports the needs of the patients. And as a community health worker, Michaela serves as a liaison between health, social services, and the community to promote access to resources and improve health outcomes. If you have a question, give us a call, 952-946-6205, or text us at 612-999-3426. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. Please stay with us. Folks, welcome back. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about ways to improve your health and quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in the main studio here at AM 950 is Michaela Bettinger. She is a community health worker at M Health Fairview, and we are talking about her role, her critical role as a CHW, and how she supports the needs of patients as a community health worker, Michaela serves as a liaison between the health area, social services, and the community to promote access to resources and improve health outcomes. And we're going to mention in a little bit this, this segment, how she uses motivational interviewing and goal setting to help a wide variety of patients in need and how, they how she can help them improve their quality of life by helping them be compliant. We use that word compliant here. All right, before we return to our conversation with Michaela, I want to mention... Um, uh, one of our, our sponsors here is Neighbor Care by Episcopal Homes. Um, it's a new in-home support service program that they've been pioneering here the last year. And uh, our show partner, Episcopal Homes, um, has created this Neighbor Care program to help you or someone you may know who is struggling to maintain living independently or is possibly considering a move to an assisted living community, please call NeighborCare first. NeighborCare is a new kind of in-home support service that's more affordable than traditional home care providers. This innovative new home care service is designed to help older adults remain independent by making in-home support services more affordable and accessible. Care professionals can help with daily tasks in smaller time increments, even multiple times each day as needed. And this unique support service is offered 24 hours a day by Episcopal Homes in St. Paul. For more than 125 years, Episcopal Homes has been serving the Twin Cities and understands the importance of a safe and supportive home environment. Neighbor care is currently being offered near the Episcopal Homes coverage area in the urban core of St. Paul. If you have any questions about this, and I, I really encourage you to call Call Karen Vento at Episcopal Homes. Her number is 651-444-4000. Once again, Karen Vento, 651-444-4000 to find out how Neighbor Care by Episcopal Homes can help you live better. All right, um, let's get back into our conversation here because I have so many questions to ask Michaela, and we won't have enough time to get to all of them, but... I want to talk more about the role you play in, in helping patients um, continue to, to manage their, uh, their, their return from a, an acute issue or to help with a chronic condition that they're struggling with um, and, and how you partner with the care coordination team and, and get referred by the physicians. 
Um, and then also some of the some of the things that you find people struggle with to maintain uh, following the guidance that they're they're requested. Yes, for sure. So definitely a big issue is the non-compliant patients. Um, for an example, we get referrals from providers and then also from um, discharges. So I think that being a CHW in the clinic and hospital setting is very unique to the other providers and services offered. Um, I really look into why they are non-compliant um, and what they need and what they think that would change um, what's going on in their lives. So just to give an example, maybe one provider would say this patient's non-compliant with their diabetes management. Um, my job would be to call and find out and really just see what the root cause is. I like to focus on using motivational interviewing and goal setting to guide our patients and track the progress. Um, so with this example, maybe they are struggling to pay their bills and can't afford their insulin. Um, it's hard when they can only afford getting food from the food shelf, which isn't going to be the healthiest and help their diabetes really. So maybe just getting them connected to additional resources um, and maybe like energy rent assistance. It's really hard to know and having the patients feel comfortable telling their providers really what's going on in their lives. They don't want to be looked down upon. Um, and so I kind of just like to make a relationship with the patient and let them know that I'm here to help them no matter what and help them keep them healthy. Do you, do you find that, that patients may struggle sometimes with just communicating to a doctor or a nurse or, you know, someone mm -hmm. in a lab coat or in scrubs? Sometimes that can be intimidating. Yeah, what's be, it called? The white coat syndrome or something? Right, like that. Yeah. right. And, and you know, so, so you and your, in your profession, you know, you're doing a lot of your communications by phone and Zoom and you know, whatever um, electronically. But, you know, you, you really, I think, maybe can be more approachable if I can use that word, mm -hmm. in terms of someone conveying, here's why I'm struggling. That You're right, they may not, as you mentioned previously, they may not feel comfortable talking to their doctor about the fact that they may have lost their job or or they've had a, had a tra trauma in their family. Mm -hmm. You know, someone may have, you know, suffered uh, you know, a, you know, a disease or, or someone had, had passed. I mean, there's all these things that happen in life mm -hmm. that, that throw people off their regimen and off their routine. Yeah, and do the providers have time to listen? Like, do they ask why their well, A1C is super high or any of those other outstanding time? Like, they don't have right. the time, so. Right, right. Yeah. No, and, 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 you know, I mean, the, the listen, I we work with the medical community all the time, mm -hmm. and we just know how much pressure is on them. They've got limited time to, to be with the patient, um, and I know, you know, patient surveys show all the time they feel like, there's not enough time to have someone listen to them because mm -hmm. um, it, it's hard sometimes to even articulate what you want to convey to the doctor yes. when they come in or the nurse that comes in. And I mean, they're under, again, such time pressure. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think the role, when, when uh, I, I met you and we talked about your role, it was so interesting to me because you kind of can step out of that relationship, mm -hmm. that medical relationship, into more of a support relationship. Yeah, and I also think it helps um, with the providers to having um, the patient express some concerns to me that they haven't expressed to their provider, and then I can easily tell the provider rather than scheduling an appointment and the patient feeling stressed and not even getting to it. So that's another thing, too, is just the communication amongst from the provider to the patient. Right. You've talked about this care coordination team, mm -hmm. which is made up of a nurse, 
social worker, you, mm-hmm. and it really is, I'm learning, and that's kind of how hospice works. It's a, it's a team, it's an interdisciplinary team that comes to surround that patient and family. And it's such a successful model. And I'm glad to see that the, you know, the curative world is also embracing that model as well. Yes, for sure. Another thing that I was going to mention is the social determinants of health. I think I think more hospital systems are getting into that. We send out questionnaires and really understanding the patient's background and what they're dealing with outside of just what the results say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the, one of the uh, things I was reading, it talked about uh, fragmented care, that um, a lot of times people have many different sources of, of um, doctors or nurses. They have generalists and specialists, and, and they get confused. Yes. And so it really helps to have someone like you who can, can look at their situation in its entirety and, and help make sure that they stay on track. Because I think confusion was one of the top uh, things that were creating people's noncompliance mm-hmm. with um, their recommendations. Yes. And again, having you to be able to partner with them to look at it, you know, who, who is, because we, we find on patients that come into hospice, they may be on, you know, multiple medications, you know, several medications at once. And what happens, we're seeing that it, they, they go from provider to provider, yes. you know, and, and trying try to either get a solution or, or figure out things. And, it, and it's, it's confusing for them. It's also really difficult to manage from the, the healthcare community. Yeah. And um, not even knowing, like, they'll say, follow up with their pulmonologist. So what is that? Like, follow up with your endocrinologist. They don't know who right. even their specialists are. So right. that's so, another part of my job is just explaining what they do and why you need to see them. And Right. Yes. Right. Well, and to help mm-hmm. navigate the healthcare system. We, yes. We've got an amazing mm-hmm. healthcare system in the U.S. I mean, just phenomenal. And But the problem is it, it, it is complex. And it, it is a challenge, we found, for people understanding how to navigate. And sometimes they just get frustrated and they they stop. They don't know who to call. They don't know who to reach out to. And um, that's why someone, having someone like you who can partner, walk alongside them, mm-hmm. is really a huge advantage because that ultimately is going to give them better health outcomes. Yep. Yeah. And so a part of the goal setting is that we would put that in the goal, make sure that they have the steps and they know what to do to be successful. And then, yeah, I can go into the motivational interviewing. Let's talk about that because mm-hmm. I think that's really interesting, a technique that you guys use and develop to, to mm-hmm. help partner with patients. Yeah. So there's a couple of steps. One is just being expressing empathy. So that's through reflective listening. So repeating it back, making sure they know that you're listening to them, um, develops discrepancies between clients' goals and then their values or their current behaviors. So one thing is that if they quickly express um, willingness to change, then I would take that and go as far as I can with it. So just having the little bit of motivation to change um, can really go a long way. And then to avoid argumentation, direct confrontation, that is a major one too. I don't like to um, argue with the patient. I don't like to tell them what to do. Um, And then just to adjust to the resistance rather than opposing it directly. So kind of just rolling with that resistance. If they aren't wanting to discuss that today, then we won't, we'll maybe try to come back to it. And then, yeah, supporting self-efficacy and optimism. So making sure that they know that they are empowered and that they can make changes to their life is a big step too. Well, and having someone like you who, who again, knows how to navigate through the complex healthcare system, I think is just helpful as well. Do you, 
I would think there's a little bit of an accountability too factor if you say, "Okay, I'm gonna call back." Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know yes. how. I don't know how often yes. you check in with people. So but that's what we do. Knowing mm-hmm. that you're, you go, oh, I'm gonna talk to Michaela again yeah. in, in a week or, or a month or whatever. I better get my ducks yes. in a row. So yeah, I'll say we'll try to make a plan for next outreach. I'll say, "Can you get this done in two weeks when I call back?" And usually it works. Sometimes it doesn't. We just keep going with it. <laughs> keep trying. So so you, you know, in a sense, you kind of do act as almost like a health coach, almost mm-hmm. like a life coach in a sense, you know, helping people see the big picture, help them navigate. Um, what are some of the roadblocks that you find people struggle with or reasons mm-hmm. why they, they give you that they can't <clears throat> follow through? Yeah, there's there's a lot. Um, like transportation would be one. Um, I don't have transportation to get to that appointment. So, oh. um, and there's just so many. Um, I was trying to think. Um, I mean, mental health goes a long way too yeah, when they're feeling right. anxious and especially with COVID. Oh my gosh, I have so many older adults who haven't seen someone in like a year. Um, they're very isolated. They just want to talk to me for someone to talk to. Um, I try to get them connected with mental health services if they're willing to, but that's definitely a big one. Um, well, I could see transportation mm-hmm. is a huge one here. Yeah. Well, maybe let's just talk a little bit more about that when we come back. It's time for a short break, folks. Um, We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Michaela Bettinger. She is a community health worker at M Health Fairview, and we're talking about her role as a CHW and how she supports the needs of patients. As a community health worker, Michaela serves as a liaison between health, social services, and the community to promote access to resources and improve health outcomes. We'll be discussing more about how she helps support our communities here in the next segment. If you have a question for Michaela, please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or you can text us your question at 612-999-3426. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. My name is Ken Hagland. Please stay with us. back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about ways to improve your health and quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Michaela Bettinger. She is a community health worker at M Health Fairview, and we've been talking about her role as a CHW and the vital role that she plays in helping support the needs of patients. Um, as a community health worker, Michaela serves as a liaison between the health social services, and the community to promote access to resources and improve health outcomes. Pretty important job that she has. And uh, we'll be discussing further here about um, you know, what she does in her daily life and how she can help um, improve people's access to great quality care that they can get through M Health Fairview. If you have any questions for us, this is the last segment, folks, 952-946-6205, or you can text us your questions at 612-999-3426. And I want to mention, uh, I want to remind you one one last time here uh, to call Minnesota Health Institute uh, to schedule a free demonstration of the active pure filtration system that I use in my home and at my office. And that helps keep me and my family safe. Um, Their phone number is 952-270-0345. 
I just want to remind you that the Aeris filtration and purification system uses an exclusive technology called ActivePure developed by NASA to keep the astronauts safe while they're in space. And it's now being used throughout the communities here in hospitals and clinics and daycare centers. And the way this thing works is it reduces both airborne and surface contaminants, such as allergens, uh, pollutants, bacteria, viruses, such as influenza and COVID-19. So to get a free demonstration and more information, call the Minnesota Health Institute, 952-270-0345. Don't wait. Get the peace of mind of having this technology in your home or business and uh, keep everyone safe. All right, Michaela, let's uh, let's get back into talking about uh, this, this uh, amazing job you have. Why, wow, you you get a chance to talk to all kinds of people. Yes, I and, do. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, just a wide variety of people. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's the beauty of our, our practice that we have. We, we get a chance to serve all kinds of people with all kinds of backgrounds, all kinds of cultures and languages and, and, uh, and perspectives. And it's just, it's just really an honor to be able to do that in the community. Um, but um, I want to update uh, – let, let's update people a little bit here just on what's happening with COVID – um, I know that, uh, that Fairview, I'm looking at their website right now, and it's a great website. Uh, mhealthfairview.org is where people can go to get more information. Mm-hmm. And I can just see on the banner on top there that, um, that they're, you guys are providing vaccines for COVID-19 for all individuals ages 12 and older. And um, maybe you can talk a little bit about the, the services that uh, you guys are offering with uh, COVID vaccines. Yeah, so um, like you said, we're we're vaccinating people 12 and older. Um, You can do that by calling your local mHealth Fairview clinic or if you have a MyChart account, which is through Fairview, scheduling on there. Um, We have a lot of educational materials online, too, available, um, flyers and videos in multiple different languages um, in order to reach all populations. Yeah, you mentioned the MyChart now, mm-hmm. um, and that's a great app for people. I don't think many people maybe understand that as well. Um, it's uh, you can schedule. It has all your health records, mm-hmm. right? It has all the information. Yeah, you can message providers. Right. It's great. Right. Mm-hmm. Did, uh, do you encourage your patients then to make sure if they if they have the technology available that they get that app and yep. and that they can use that to help you know. Remind them the next appointment or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's great because it's a secure network. So I always send my resources to patients that way. They can reply to me. Um, it's awesome. And they can schedule their appointments quickly through there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, one of the big goals that uh, that I know uh, M Health Fairview and all the other uh, healthcare systems here have is to, is to um, have great outcomes for patients. Uh, and, uh, I think um, some of the statistics show that the vast majority of of adults um, are you know have are struggling with chronic conditions, and you know, a lot of that has to come down to just knowledge and education and awareness, um, and uh, and just follow through. You know, that's we see on the charts for our patients that come to us uh, and on hospice. Um, the doctor's been saying for years, um, you know, reduce alcohol intake. You know, stop smoking you know, reduce, uh, you know, lose weight, all these different things they've been recommending throughout their, their charts uh, over time. And then you, we end up getting them and, you know, they have the reason why they are having comorbidities or having, uh, you know, situations that are causing them to have end-of-life care required is because they, they weren't compliant necessarily with all the things that have been 
recommended to them. Mm-hmm. And that's why the role that you are playing is just so vital in just helping people with that information. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I just um, am so curious um, with your motivational interviewing, your goal setting, you know, have you guys seen an improvement uh, in terms of, of patient compliance and patient outcomes yeah. since, mm-hmm. since you guys have adopted this program? Yeah, like I said, I'm new. I'm the first CHW at my clinics. i um, been there for a year. so. <laughs> well, congratulations on that. <laughs> um, but yeah, for sure. I mean, it's easy to make recommendations, but is the patient going to follow through when they walk out that door? It's, it's hard to tell. So definitely um, for us, keeping them engaged and reminding them, I follow up regularly with these goals and like the accountability, like we talked about yeah. before and giving them the resources and the steps to get control of their health and empower them is my main goal. So yeah, making sure that they feel that empowerment. Well, the last minute here of the show here, I want to just ask, how have you handled the last year of COVID? I mean, you've had to change how you did your job to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. You just, it's all phone and and all uh, video conferencing. Do you, do you, do you miss getting out in the communities and, and talking to people? I mean, uh, are you are you, are you intending to go back? Are you going to actually do visits, home visits anymore, or what are you guys thinking in terms of that? Yeah, so we are still working from home. I'm just calling patients, um, which has been kind of hard, very hard to reach patients. Um, but we are planning on going back in like September, so hopefully we'll be okay. doing more face-to-face visits with patients. Um, and then yeah, for myself, staying healthy, it's been. A ride, I, I would say. Um, like, I do work out every single day, go to the gym, but when gyms were closed, you kind of have to get creative. Um, so doing what I can with, like, a set of dumbbells at home. And I really think for my mental health and sanity, working out, like, one hour a day it really makes a difference. And I do en- encourage my patients just to get in a little bit of physical activity, maybe 10 minutes for them every day. So that's one of my passions as well. And, um, yeah, it's great. Well, I think the key is making it a habit. Yes, and, habits. Um, <laughs> we are nearing the end of the show here. I want to thank Michaela Bettinger. She has uh, been fantastic, and I just appreciate thank her for the great work she's doing in our communities to help improve the health of the patients that she sees. Um, she is a community health worker at M Health Fairview, and uh, she does a great job in helping support uh, the great needs we have in our communities. All right, I want to uh, tell you folks, We enjoy having you give us calls and text messages about the show. We really appreciate that, and we hope you enjoyed today's program. Please contact us with any questions or comments you have regarding today's conversation. You can always reach us by phone or text at 612-999-3426. Please join us again next Saturday at noon for another live broadcast. And thank you for listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your life. Until next time, live well.